Welcome to Sweeping the Country one more time, and I hope you never quit. I'm Derek Walker, your host, my co-host, Mr. Jimmy Carter. He never quits. He's like the Energizer Bunny. Hey, Jimmy, what's going on? You know, we'll try to, we'll have to hit a couple of points involving the Israeli Hamas and all that stuff, because we could we could just drown in the sewer of that Isn't if that we truth? wanted to, but yep. not. Uh, a couple of little sidebar stories that are interesting, you know. Okay. Uh, you know, Taylor Swift has a security detail and, and she needs one. Uh, I mean, I know 100%. that for a fact from her, from her father, yeah. you know, she's had stalkers show up at her house, oh, yeah. in her house. Uh, she's got people that want to kidnap her. She's had death threats. Uh, a lot of this stuff, very real, particularly the stalkers. And mm-hmm. uh, they've all gone before courts and, you know, it's just, she needs that. So when you've got a lot of money, you know, you get presidential like security, if you need it, somebody yeah. like her, who is really, Who's more famous in the United States right now than Taylor Swift? I can't think Joe of anybody. I, maybe Trump, just um, because he's always in the news. But maybe Trump, yeah, Joe yeah. Biden. There's a handful of them. Yeah, though. not many. And they all get and they all get presidential security. Yeah, yeah. And Taylor does too. And if you're really rich, of course, the government pays for those guys mm-hmm. to have security. But if you're not a government employee or something, you get Israeli soldiers. To do it. That's fascinating to me, and I, I saw this article, but before you get into it, because I know this is a great story about what's going on with the, the security guy, but I I wonder, and maybe you know, we know people in the industry, we've been on Zoom calls together with yeah. people that protect and stuff. How much does she pay for something like that, would you guess? A lot. I mean, would you, is it? Uh, well, you know, you you have, a, you in her case, it's not willy-nilly, you you hire a company. Gotcha. Okay, and, so uh, it's- And a company provides whatever it is they think you need mm-hmm. to be able to be secure. Yeah. I mean, in her case, she's got rolling security. Uh, the fact that they're traveling with her 24 seven, all I mean, that stuff is, you know, the day rate on that kind of stuff is high. Do they watch her you at know? night too? I mean, is she 24 seven? There's a different people that do that. Yeah, I mean, okay. they've got, you know, like in her place in New York, I think she has multiple floors that huh. she owns in this building that has a garage, you know, in it. So your car's, protected internally in a place that that's hard to do yeah. in New York, yeah, yeah, yeah. indoor parking, but yeah. she has it in Manhattan. And I think there's a floor that when she's there, it's occupied by security. And so you have electronic security mm-hmm. with cameras and, and other things. And in the case though, of some of these stalkers, they somehow get around all this. I don't know how they do that either. So what I don't you, either, but, I mean, I mean, either. but anyway, it's... you have electronic security yeah. and then you have people that, travel with you security that's a team that works together mm-hmm. you know body there's a body man and this guy to, who we don't know the name of he's yeah. already gone back he was an uh israeli defense force idf soldier who had retired who done his service and was working over in the united states as a security person for her and and went back to israel to be in the idf and said that you know don't be on the wrong side of history he said i have a great life in the united states but i couldn't be here and see people getting slaughtered at wow. home i had to go back wow. and uh and he did so she this guy is one of the you know and also they're not armed mm-hmm. uh, in many cases on some of these things because you run into different laws now obviously a secret service person can be armed everywhere because you're yeah. a federal officer yeah sure but if you're even if you're a state officer like i know somebody that was one of the top people in nashville security mm-hmm. uh entertainer and he, he he got some special permits for sometimes having guns around, but it got tricky, you know, because yeah. he had to. It, it's just difficult. So you've got to be, you got to be a formidable person that feels like they can take on. You don't need a gun. Yeah. If it's that close, 
if it's that close, you can just, you can just disarm that person. Yeah. And, uh, and he looked like, and you see some of these shots of that security guy for Taylor. I have no doubt yeah. that he can handle whatever was coming toward him. Well, and but I hear he was, too, obviously in light of what's going on in the middle East, you hear about how the Israeli army is so well-trained. Uh, yeah. I believe it. They're elite, right? They're elite forces. So this guy's yeah. got to be top notch. He was, uh, he, you know, all of them are trained yeah. and he was, you know, and, and my friend was too. And in, in the fact that he was a regular, uh, policeman i'm not trying to get i'm not trying to give out his identity so i'm being careful yeah, in sure. what i'm saying what job he had but he was with the, a, a police department and was one of the you know special investigators in those police departments mm-hmm. and those guys who are lean lift weights and you know they're just they're in shape people yeah but then they know about you know like the green berets and people you know they're they know hand-to-hand close order combat sure yeah, sure. You know, and they and they can do that. So that's what this guy did. So so he left kind of her, huh? So she decide. she. So they just probably assigned another another. They have another detail. one. You know, yeah. they, there's a bunch of people that want. You just got to really check those kind of people out because Gosh, yeah, you know, your insurance on that. If Taylor, I'm sure, has got insurance yeah. on the security people. If they hurt somebody and they get sued or whatever, yeah. you know, or they go or they kill somebody or break <laughs> their neck. I mean, you don't mess with those people. If you lunge toward her. I don't know what they would do to you. I yeah, mean, they do whatever either. it took to su- to subdue you. But if they hurt you in the process, I'm sure that would be sticky. Yeah, which may be why she uses a company okay. instead of just hiring individuals. Right. You know that. So yeah, so it's it gets tricky. Paul Mc- Paul McCartney, he takes the train sometimes Jeez. in England. You know, he's by himself. By himself, really. He'll go out there and just and just get out there and ride the and ride the tube to wherever he's going. But if he's on tour. Mm-hmm. Where he's being Paul McCartney, and people know that's Paul McCartney. Then he's got security, you know, just like she does. As much you know, as out there are multiple security people, and they do, and they have security meetings, you know, like at a concert. Oh yeah, and that's why they. That's why they. In fact, before they were doing it everywhere, if you went to a McCartney concert post John Lennon's death, you had to go through a metal detector. Jeez. And then I've been in these rooms where they have all these pictures on the wall. Mm-hmm. And these are all people who have made threats. Oh, my gosh. I had no on idea. A watch list. I had yeah, no idea. So you, you have local cops that are working, you know, at all these amphitheaters and everything else. There's always security. Mm-hmm. You know, even some of it's half-assed security where, the, you know, where they're, they're just trying to keep you not to stand in your seat. Yeah, they got the T-shirt on. But there's different yeah. levels <laughs> right. of security. But they all have a security meeting in the afternoon saying what we know, what the what is the artist going to do? Is he going to walk in the crowd? Is he going to do this? Does he mind if someone touches the stage? You know, all the little rules about where he's coming in, where he's going out, how's he going to get out, you know, and all that stuff. And obviously like the other night, uh, Craig Morgan was on stage at the Texas state fair Mm -hmm. when there was gunfire. Oh, geez. And three people got shot in the food court. And so he jumped off the stage because he's a, you know, former army ranger and still in the army reserve. And he went out there and got his wife out of the audience and got her backstage safety, where she would yeah. be safe wow. and secure, you know, because that's who he is. You made me but, think uh, just now when you were talking about that. I remember being in Disneyland. Just I was probably teens, maybe. And I was watching a show. It was an outdoor amphitheater style show. And all of a sudden, this dude collapsed on the front row of the seats. He fell. Yeah. He had a heart attack or something. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Um, and this guy was standing to the side of the stage, and he had a Hawaiian shirt on, and I thought he was just there enjoying Disneyland. And he pulls up a paper bag, Disneyland logo, and he talks into the bag. 
He just says something mm. into the bag. And out of nowhere comes an entire EMT crew, like from side stage. They put the person in a stretcher. They wheeled him through this door on the side that I didn't even know was there. And before you know it, they were gone. They were gone. Mm. But they're watching everything. They're watching, yeah. you know, everything. It's just fascinating. All the stuff we don't know. I never knew, like at a concert, they would have a room with all the faces, like... You know, people who bounce yeah, bad checks. They have a security meeting depending on the. I know for McCartney, they had a lot of faces up there, people they were That's looking wild. for. I saw it years ago when I was at the governor's mansion. Uh, when I was a kid, I used to go to the governor's mansion because the governor's son was with yeah. friends. Yeah. I'd go home with him after school and in the uh, like guard tower, you know, like for people driving into the place. Yeah. You know, there were pictures up there of people that were really wow. high. You know, on the death threat rule, you know, looking who this person has made threats and they're active or whatever, you know, so you're you're pretty. Kind of, I mean, you're pretty prominent, Jimmy. You've been on, on TV for a long time. You ever deal with any of that? I mean, did I never really did. I, I no. I mean, I if I did, I didn't know about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The women seem to have the most trouble, really. Yeah. OK. Uh, they seem to have the most trouble. Uh, there's so many sickos out there. Uh, I haven't known. I know my friend, when I worked for Barbara Mandrell, I mean, mm -hmm. she had somebody with a gun that was out in her front yard, you know, in the car. And she called her dad, who was a retired cop. And he was, he was packing and he got up with that guy, you know? So wow, Dave, every, I don't know of a woman uh, in show business that I knew anything about that hasn't had an issue of a stalker or something, yeah. you know, that, That's and wild. obviously politicians but i know mm. i mean i guess i was making people happy more than making them mad i hope so <laughs> anyway and so if i did i didn't know about it but yeah. that way yeah yeah and uh the which is that's fine with me yeah um you know people like oprah you know oh, they get gosh. a lot of just, just sometimes they don't act you know they don't act on it and, and and politically these days we've got so many people that are you know out there we've watched the shenanigans that go on in washington and, oh yeah and Congress people and you know Britney Spears that's another one I don't know she doesn't appear to have security not right know, now yeah driving on her own and all that yeah. kind of stuff you know that's so. another angle since you brought it up being on your own I mean you, you talked about McCartney going and riding the train which is I think yeah. for him he probably just wants to be a normal guy and not have to yeah, deal all, with it, all well, that. that's they all do yeah, and that's why they go to Toys R Us when they used to be a Toys R Us. Yeah, I would know the I, I would I know that I know that several artists that I know of that were very famous would go at midnight. Mm -hmm. Taylor yeah. Taylor used to go to the Target on White Bridge Road uh, near the TV station whenever her new album would come out. Yeah, she'd go there around midnight and buy the album. That was a tradition for her How for wild. a long time, and she liked to go shopping at the. Uh, it was a grocery store. I can see it, but it was near near Vanderbilt yeah. that she would go into and people run into her at three in the morning, two in the morning, That's something wild. like that. But I get it. Because get they it. can get out there. They can handle it if it's one or two people right, or something. Right. But not a mass. You know, and the people don't expect to see them. <laughs> right. But you know, right. it's just, sometimes you have star. I mean, you, in New York city is the best place for that. I mean, there's been more times than not. I've been on a busy day on fifth Avenue. Yeah. Uh, not too far from the Plaza hotel or somewhere around times square. When I had to double take, but you recognize somebody. I remember seeing Barney Miller guy. What was his name? Oh, uh, Hal, 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 whatever. Hal, Hal, yeah, no. whatever. Yeah, it's Hal something. Hal yeah, yeah. Linden. Linden, yeah, that's it. Hal Linden. Hal Linden. Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing him. Yeah. You know, he was wearing a winter coat and all that stuff, but it was him. I walked and then by. I saw Mike Wallace walk by Wallace. the window Jeez. once on 
on uh, Park Avenue, you know, and yeah. you just, and people on airplanes, you don't, you they, just, you're not used to seeing them in those environments. So you sometimes don't recognize them. Well, and, and they're hoping that's true. I think well, in New York, they, they, there are so many celebrities running around. I walked right people past leave them alone. There's they certain do. That's places what I was where say, people yeah. leave them alone. Yeah. I, in I, New York city. That's why Johnny Cash wanted to live there for there a time. You go. And right. I would see him on the plane. They'd live there on 57th on West 57th. And, uh, in Central Park South, they had a condo, mm -hmm. and people in Lennon, and that was Lennon's idea, but he was wrong yeah, that was. people would leave him alone because he was fairly predictable of where he was, and they knew where he was. Yeah, and he would go in and out, and you know he did have a doorman there, but he didn't use him. Wow. You know that's when he got killed. The doorman, the the car was let off not too far from where there was a doorman type thing. Wow, but you know you just don't know when these nuts are going to come out yeah. and do something. Yeah, and that's it's wild. Just, it's just awful. The John, you know, well, doggone that it. Thing. I'm glad I'm not famous because I wouldn't want to deal with that. No, and, and I've always said that it's a great conversation to have with people who are mm -hmm. saying, don't you wish that fame came with an on and off switch? God, yes. Yes. And Michael Jackson was one of those. You know, he was so famous. He couldn't do anything. So he would go into the costume deal. Oh, yeah. You know, he'd, that, put yeah. On a, he'd wear a hat and he'd do this and, you know, try to cover himself, you know, changes appearance is and people and people have done that yeah. added a mustache doing all kinds of different things but and, and the women they most most of them that really are out there some they just some just do i remember seeing jacqueline smith jacqueline come smith. out of a department store uh in beverly hills yeah and she was just jacqueline smith she couldn't hide that that beauty yeah you she know? was gorgeous yeah just couldn't hide it mm -hmm. dolly now I know well, Dolly can't hide it. is not Dolly all the time. She can. Can Dolly she? is a Dolly is a character. That's a wig. That's a lot of makeup. That's high heels. So are you that's telling that me stuff. that and if when she... she gets in blue jeans and some kind of sweatshirt, yeah. and puts on a ball cap and another kind of hair you that mean... she wears or wears her own, her own natural hair, she does go out in the world. She could come out of the house across the street from me, and I might not recognize her. No, you you probably wouldn't. I know her Gosh. daughter. Look up, look up. I'll tell you what she looks like. Okay. You can look it up. Go look up Stella Parton. Okay, that's Stella that's... Parton. And that should be in images of Google. Everybody doing that now if you can get to your computer. I'm doing it right and now. And that's what Dolly looks like without her makeup on. Jimmy, this or is not with a Stella Parton. This is gold right here. I gotta uh, I gotta spell it right. S T E L L A Parton. P A R T O N. Yeah, I would not. Nope, I would. See, not. They're sisters. They, you oh can see the. God. You can see what you know the basic is there though, and a lot of those sisters do look alike. Yeah, I got to show my so, wife this. She's gonna be. She looks but a you little can imagine, like she puts on a lot of makeup, you know, and a lot of air and yeah. and all that. You start breaking that down. I'll be darn. That is just craziest thing. But I get it. I get it because I've seen. Well, I don't want to get into who I've dated, but I have dated people. <laughs> that I see them one way and then I see them yeah, the other way. I don't even yes. recognize them. You they know? say that Burt Reynolds never saw Lonnie Anderson without her makeup on. I believe that. I believe that. Probably Lonnie's because choice, that right? That was totally a creation. You yeah. know, she was totally a creation like Dolly. Yeah. And it was probably they, Lonnie they who made that the way it was, right? I mean, she probably is the one. That's one of the reasons why I never wanted a wig. <laughs> yeah. You no, know, there was... There was a lot of pressure for men in the 70s, particularly if you were on television in the 80s, too, to wear a wig because yeah. it made you look younger. Oh, and yeah. there was a real discrimination against uh, bald people. It made you look like you were a thousand Why years old. Why were you such you a holdout? 
What what made you? I hold- didn't want to do it. I said, sir, that reason. I couldn't imagine dating some woman with my hair. Oh, and it comes off. On, and then she, you know, you're buying one, you're buying like <laughs> this product, and then you get it home and you take your hair off. Ah, you know, right. and, you know, you don't. That's no. Not I never want to do that. So that's just one of the things. It's like wearing a sock in your pants, which I just can't imagine. <laughs> people doing that either well, but I it's gotta, the same thing to I'm me adjust my sock here but yeah uh yeah. no it's now people shave their head that don't even have to it's kind of a sexy right, a thing look, you know you know but yeah. in my case it was just yeah. there so okay. but right. yeah there are people that try all kinds of different things to disguise themselves or make them look different yeah and it's the same thing with the security thing some people just can't hide because Oprah's kind of Oprah all the time yeah and she, uh, just, she looks like she Oprah now she looks different when she takes her makeup off but she's still pretty much Oprah. I, I think it's easier for a, a woman to hide it than a guy um, because we don't wear Sometimes. makeup. I mean, well, not all guys. But yeah, I mean, yeah, the makeup part yeah. makes a lot of difference it on some does. people. It does. I'm telling you, I for a, for a long time I wondered if I'd ever recognize Alan Jackson if he took his hat off. Because I have no idea what his hair looks like. I, I really don't. I mean, it's long. Much, but, it's a little blonde or now, I don't know. But I, mean, I don't it either. Was, but there he, wasn't much to it. He never took it there. off. George Strait always had his hat on. Always had I mean, I rarely see him without the hat. I guess I'd recognize his smile. I mean, George, yeah, George Strait. I've seen George Jones. Yeah. Uh, no. George Strait, yes. I mean, I've seen him without it when he nods his head. Same way with Brad, you know. Yeah, they, he, he does. Yeah. A lot of them have started to take that hat off some of the time. Mm-hmm. It's easier so to recognize them that way, for sure. So they can so they cannot be so hooked. It's like, it's great. Like, I've started this on television now. Okay. I wear black glasses. Not these. I wear these. You got some sport, some sporty looking or fashion looking glasses. No, I, I don't know why I did it. You know, I need them. I like those. So that's what I'm wearing on TV now. Yeah. It looks better than me just being without glasses. And so it's kind of your brand, your persona. you you got you, it's, it's you, now. You know, that's what the guy looks like. He's bald with black yeah, glasses. Yeah, uh, mustache. But uh, some people, what they do is they uh, they have a cigar. Remember George Burns always. was famous. He always, always had that cigar with him and that was his brand yeah and some people have an expression some people fold their arms up like that mm-hmm. and you know that was jack benny you know that did that they a lot of them have some people had a cigarette they all have different stuff you got yeah right now i'm thinking of a guy a brand. Needs- uh, jim kramer who does the bull market report he rolls his sleeves up yeah. he's also a bald guy but he rolls his sleeves up like yeah, he's working uh, so we- hard whatever his name is steve wecky or whatever his name is yeah you know does that too yeah. you know i mean there's and Jim Jordan tries to do some of that. One of the congressmen, he's got that look where he never wears a sport coat. Yeah. You know, he seems to always <laughs> yeah, have that today, shirt yeah. off like he's like he's a prosecutor. He's really right. Working. He's getting into it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Working so, hard. I mean, it's just, it's interesting what people do yeah. to give you, you know, to, to try to be something different, to try to be something different. Yeah. But I think there's a lot of people out there with, uh, if they're, well, number one, there's a lot of people out there mixed up. I, I've really been disturbed at at how much anti-semitism there is i never knew that uh, there were that many people that that hated jews I, 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 i'm with you on I that knew about I, it in the middle east you know but i didn't know in this country that we had a, a decent percentage of people who are anti-israel anti-semitic yeah, i don't understand I'm it either shocking I, I, to me yeah me too i i try to i mean i try to watch that with a little bit of a, a grain of salt or listen to it you know, with a grain of salt. I mean, my my whole take on I've never even thought about that as far as a racism uh, problem. Yeah, racism toward the Jews. I mean, obviously Nazis had it. Of course, uh, yeah. 
obviously the Muslims, you know, ISIS and those people, yeah. they are they they've been anti-Jewish over there for a long time, and and this is a uh, you know these kids are they're raised over there generationally. Oh sure, it's in their to blood. Hate Jews, and these are bad people, and you know these are in all oh, yeah. and that's why this is never going to end, and I mean never, because Jews are not going to leave anywhere, and these people aren't going to leave, so it's just going to be a standoff. Yeah, know, I mean. Long- they would have to I mean it's it's interesting because everybody's got a different take and a different side and all that but it's interesting to me to see people say well uh, you know the people the the Hamas has to be exterminated Hezbollah uh Israelis or Jewish people have to be exterminated we have to kill them all or whatever the the case may be there's no way you're going to find them all there's no way you're going to pinpoint Well see here's them where all. the, the they, worm is turning as we as we do this show yeah. on, what is it, October the 17th, yeah. the worm is already turning. We're over a week since the horrible, horrible things have happened over there. That's right. And so now an Israeli airstrike has hit a Gaza hospital and killed hundreds of people. You knew that was coming. Well, yeah. that was inevitable. Yeah. yeah, it was inevitable. Yeah. I'm sure they didn't want to, but they no, did No, but you knew it was going to okay? happen. Unlike the Hamas, who did it on purpose. That's true. Did. That is true. But all right, so... They did that, and so now the Palestinian Authority uh, has canceled a meeting with Biden after the hospital strike. You know, you, you're just not going to—you're you, going to go forever trying to appease people. And yeah. for those that have been over there, I've had people tell me that no one should have an opinion unless they've been there and they've seen what goes on in the in the West Bank and seen what goes on in Gaza and see what's going on in Israel. And maybe that's true. It seems, uh, it seems fair enough to say that. I mean, I've been told how to raise kids from people that don't have kids, yeah. and I think this is ludicrous. They have a couple of kids and call me but, tomorrow. You know, I, I know that these people go back to times before Jesus. Yeah, sure. You know, there were Bedouins that roamed around in the desert, mm-hmm. you know, and, and these people are a little more sophisticated than that, but they still have been, you know, barely have a home, and they and they, and they, and they have surrounded themselves or let themselves be surrounded, you know, by people who are terrorists that they, maybe they didn't have a choice. They don't have any action in the game. So, you know, what are they going to do? They can't fight. Yeah. So they just got to deal with what's ever around. And they are victims of this, but the problem is you've, you, you live where people that are very bad, that mm-hmm. have done things that are against, that have done a crime against mankind. Yeah, killing babies and uh, yeah. and old women and raping and doing that's a that's a crime against mankind. Yeah, and so that I agree. Turn gets bad things that happen to you when you, you those kind of people are like rabid animals. When you do when you go and do that, you deserve what happens to uh, somebody when they're sick like that. They get extinguished. Yeah, and that's what the Hamas people are gonna. It's gonna happen to them. And it's going to keep happening until they're gone. Israel will go to the last man to get rid of these people in retaliation for what they did. And and I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, I, you know, I agree with I you. But I know that you just keep on fighting. And it's never going to, it is never going to end. It's never going and to this, end, Jimmy. And, there's... and these kids like Harvard and these Cornell University yeah, what uh, are they doing teachers there? and all this yeah, stuff. What and, is that? You know, what is that? That's just, <laughs> they're just, I don't know. I mean, they think that Israel is holding Palestine down and holding the people that live in Gaza not treating them right. I don't. I don't what is the responsibility? Then why don't you give that responsibility to Egypt or some of these other countries that could be doing nice things for these people? Right. And and why just Israel? Why do they have to? Why them? Cause 
they'll say that Israel took over their land. That is their land mm -hmm. that was given to them by the United Nations. I mean, it is so because people did things that were against mankind. And so they, mankind at, through the United Nations felt like these people deserved a homeland. Mm -hmm. So they gave them one, you know, where Jesus and, and where a lot of the, the, the artifacts are from the basics of old Testament Moses and all that, that yeah, sure. covers a lot of ground. And uh, it's just, such, but we're not teaching. This is my biggest problem is that in this country, uh, they're teaching hate in a lot of the educational facilities uh, in some of these countries, but we're not teaching, we're not teaching hate or niceness. We're just teaching math and science and some of these other things that that's, that's good. But the fact that we're not teaching history mm -hmm. that, even with just my off the cuff little knowledge of what's going on, they should be knowing about this stuff. They well, should be learning about the about the conflicts in the world. They should be learning about what the Nazis did. They should have learned about World War II and World War One and the Korean War and Vietnam and all that stuff. At least the last two hundred years of history, from Civil War forward, uh, the Revolutionary War gets back there real far, you know, and that's a whole different deal. All the people. But it's it's still, yeah, if you really get into the weeds on that, it's about a company, it's about a bunch of people that were getting away from religious uh, strictness. Yeah, they, yeah, they didn't right. want to have religion running their lives. That's why they came over for religious freedom. You're, and you're to right. have freedom to be able to do things. But when do we teach that anymore? We don't. Yeah, and I think I that's mean, really wrong that we don't teach that in school and certainly teach it at the college level and require it. Yeah. If nothing else, that level. Yeah, and speaking of teaching, I mean, you go back to the, the Hamas and the Hezbollah and, and all these people, and it, these the terrorist organizations, as we're calling them, that those people have been taught since birth, right? Birth. They've been taught in every class, in every school. This is the way, and it's the only way. And so that's what the Israel's dealing with. And, and now, what do you do? You can't, you can't do like atrocities to Hamas, you would have to find a concert with only Hamas people going to it and gun everybody down, right? That That's the only way you could have a And it's just, a, you know, they, it's yeah. like, a, and they've, they've gone back out and, you know, reintroduced themselves with human shields in society. So in your, unless you're going to kill, you know, yourself going right. into these rabbit holes where they are, you got to wait till they come out. You know, Did it's you just, see, um, I don't and know. that's just one place in the world though. Remember yeah. that if you go back and you, if you go back in time and study history for 10 minutes and you'll see when America was at war in world war two, how we survived as a country, it is amazing. I agree because we had a front over in Europe going on North Africa and Europe. And we had the uh, far East, you know, mm -hmm. over there with Philippines and, all the Pacific islands and all that, all that was going on at the same time it's with crazy. poor communication and everything else and how we kept up with that. I mean, the whole country was on it, you know, yeah. building things and doing all that. But the fact that we don't study that in, in some way, or these kids do it peripherally or, or they're taught wrong. You know, they're taught with some slant, like some of these idiot teachers are doing at Cornell and a few of these other people, mm -hmm. uh, that's just a mess. I mean, you know. Yeah, I, I don't it's, disagree. It's very, very dis disgusting. I, I don't disagree. And I and I also think about history. You were talking about history in World War One, and you think back to World War One, and or you're talking about World War Two, but World War One and World War Two, and you look at how we've aligned ourselves as a country with different countries. We've had different allies yeah. over the years, and we've done that to, for everybody likes to say for the greater good, but whatever the common cause was, we would align ourselves with these people to make this 
you know, come out smelling like a rose, hopefully. And in this case, I don't know if there's an end. Like you said earlier, I don't know if there's an end to this ever. So how deep there's do not, we get involved? Yeah. You know, we put carriers. Well, that's it. And oh. that's what we decided, you know, remember when we went over to rescue Kuwait. Yeah. You know, in the yeah. Gulf War and then yeah. the Gulf War Two, And then we found in Afghanistan, nobody can help that. Right. It took the Russians down. It took us down. Forever war. And, yeah. uh, that's just, we just, that's just a, a waste of humanity over there because it's so screwed up that it can't be unscrewed. No, I think and you're that's right. that's a little bit about what goes on there in Gaza. There may be so many tunnels and so many bad things going on there. It would be, your initial reaction would be to go and do it. Let's mm -hmm. go get them. But then you think about it for more than 10 minutes. I say, Ooh, how are they going to you know, do that? We're going to do this because yeah. we're going to lose a lot of people. These, these may be booby trap tunnels. And so we get all under there and they blow it up because they don't care. They don't care. You know, they don't care. So no. you can't, you can't fight someone who's, it's like, we found that out in world war two. Another thing, the hardest thing we had to fool with in world war two uh, were kamikazes. Yeah. Because we didn't, somebody who's willing to give their life up to fly their plane into which they did into the World Trade Center as well. Yeah, Those thing. are the one of the hardest things to deal with because we value human life. Our morals require us to value human life, or mm -hmm. at least that's what we say. You know, it's interesting and, because you you brought up that valuing human life, and I watched a a show not too long ago on um, I think it was YouTube where they were talking about artificial intelligence, and they had an artificial intelligence pilot going against a regular pilot. Yeah. Like I'm talking Top Gun pilot, right? Top of the top. And he was flying against the AI and he came out of it and he had three dogfights. And and one of them, he said, ah, gotcha. You could see him in the cockpit say, gotcha to the computer. And all yeah. of a sudden the computer did something totally off uh, book. And he said, I can't beat it. And and they asked him, why do you think you, the, the computer took you out three times or artificial intelligence? And he said, because it has no fear of death. Right. And that was it. No fear of death. It has no honor. It has no shame. Nothing. It has no uh, empathy, thrill of victory, sympathy, whatever. Yeah. yeah. No. A hundred percent. Just, just uh, wild stuff. And I know there's been so a lot of just, talk in the news about all this stuff. And, uh, but we got yeah, to touch on it. We got to touch on it. You can't. Yeah. Also, I would warn people, and I did it at lunch the other day, and I wish I had. Yeah. I watched a news show uh, at lunch. Because I wanted to kind of catch up, I hadn't been watching much in a couple of days. Yeah, and boy, I was I was I was Debbie Downer when that was over with. I kind of just I said, "This is terrible. This is terrible." Yeah. You know, and you can only take so much of that. You can't go live on these news networks when this stuff is going. I agree; on. it can change your entire mood, which is why I want to bring this up before we go. Yeah. I watched a movie, Jamie Fox. Now I don't know when he had his stroke or any of that medical stuff that was going on, if it was before the movie or after the movie. I think it was before a couple of, this, that movie was made a little while ago, not long ago. Yeah, it's an Amazon movie. It's called Burial. Yeah. And I, it's a tr based on a true story about an attorney who's a personal injury attorney who takes on this huge case. It's Jamie Foxx. It's Tommy Lee Jones. It's two hours and ten minutes or something like that. And where is it at? It's where on Amazon it? Prime. Okay. Uh, it now, is on Amazon Prime as well. Is the new Bosch? Oh, it I love that. Friday. Oh, good. Okay. It starts Friday. It's the Bosch Legacy season two. Yeah, love that show. And if you remember, in season one, Legacy at the end of it, his daughter is kidnapped. Yeah. So this is from so that that's point where of... this starts. 
it'll Excellent. probably be 10 episodes. Excellent. So that's really good. I'm looking forward to that a lot. Yeah. I'm working my way through the morning show. Yeah. How's I'm that? working my way through Ted Lasso. Both of them are just okay. Yeah. Ted you Lasso know, is a feel good. I mean, it's a feel good show. It's just, a, it's light, you know, yeah, and I really exactly. like him. Yeah. I can see what people liked about it. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, I really, uh, it initially, cause I don't care about soccer, but it doesn't matter. You Here's don't have to like thing. soccer. I was telling somebody the other day, because I had watched it a long time ago, and you're new to it, and he is new to it, too. And we were talking, we were in the studio, and he said, yeah, I started watching this Ted Lasso and stuff. Hey, everything I learned about soccer is from Ted Lasso. Yeah, <laughs> I knew nothing too. about soccer. Now I know. So, so you know, the, But Ted Lasso is good, and I hope it continues. Yeah, me too. Uh, the Hijack movie is on Apple+. Plus. It's Great. really good. It's seven Elba. episodes. Yeah. Which yeah, it was seven hours. That's intense, man. It's, it's a really great, intense. It's a great one. Yeah. You're you're holding it's a your great breath. One. What's gonna happen and, next? Uh, yeah, it's good. What else was out there that I'm working? Well, Lioness is on Paramount Plus. Oh yeah. That's very good. Very who is good. the who is the star in that in Lioness? Is that, that uh, that's well not... Nicole Kidman's in that. That's what I thought. Okay, she, yeah. She's the CIA person. Yeah. Uh, what is that on? I can see her. Lioness. Uh, Paramount Plus. That's why I don't get it. I got to break down. I still haven't gotten it yet. I mean, you know, these things you have to kind of, okay, Paramount Plus. So you, uh, you know, you watch and see all the good. Like right now, I haven't been on it in a couple of, I probably haven't been on it in a month or two. Yeah. Although I did watch a football game on it. But if you have discipline, you keep them on a chart, you cancel them when you're not using them. Yeah, that's the way to do it. That's the only way but to I do it. But I haven't done it. I haven't felt like it hurt me that bad. That's not expensive. Oh, by the way, yeah. I'll tell this. Uh, Prime is. Yeah, Prime is. It just went up. Uh, but I'll tell you this. If you have an American Express, and I don't know which card you have to have, whether it's platinum, gold, mm-hmm. or whatever, you, they'll pay for up to $20 of subscription services. They will credit your account on a yearly, annual basis. So you can subscribe to Apple. You can subscribe to these different services. You tell them which ones you subscribe to. They send you credit. I have to look that up. Yeah, you got that. that. Check it out uh, for sure. And, of course, you know, we know there's a lot of bad going on in the world, but we encourage you to tune in to our podcast every single week. Jimmy and I try to keep it light from time to time, but also bring you up to date on the news. And until next time on Sweeping the Country, I'm Derek Walker. I'm Jimmy Carter. Good day. Good day.